Good evening, and welcome to the Online Warriors podcast. As always, I'm Illegal86, and I'm joined by the Nerd Bomber. Live and in person. And Frank. Or Tectic. <laughs> Every time, I always forget. We are live today. This is the first time in... I think maybe the history of the show. Reunited the history of the show is the first time. So good. And it does feel very good. Uh, I'm sitting in a room with two other people instead of in a room with no other people. And um, yeah, we're just kind of sharing an experience. Uh, some of us are drinking tea. Mm. Which... Others are drinking water. Mm. Yeah. Um, so if I burn myself on the tea, you might hear it because it's kind of hot. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, as usual, but let's start off with the What Are You Up To Wednesday? Who wants to go first? <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll take the lead. Um, so the past couple weeks, I haven't really done a whole lot. It was St. Patrick's Day weekend. St. Patrick's Day. So that was pretty fun. Had my corned beef and cabbage. Watched a little bit of March Madness. Um, I guess the big thing that I've done this week... Sorry, I haven't really done a whole lot. It's been kind of weird. Um, I am, as of tomorrow morning, a member of a non-LA fitness gym. And I think we've talked about my joining a gym in the past. I'm officially quitting LA Fitness because they're too expensive and I don't use them. Screw you, LA Fitness. Yes. Over New Year, New You, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, I was paying $50 a month to not go to the gym. So I, got, I actually printed out how many times I went to the gym. And I think since I've had the membership in October, I have gone eight times. So, yeah, not, definitely not worth it. I think I was paying like $50 Per time that I visited. This episode is brought to you by all gyms not named LA Fitness. Um, <laughs> screw you, LA Fitness. Um, that's pretty cool. I This is the first week in like, I don't know, five or six weeks that I haven't gone to the gym yet at all. And I haven't died yet, uh, which is good because I was a little worried. You never know. When you start getting into a routine, I'm a big into routine. So if I fall out of that routine, I'm always worried something catastrophic is going to happen. Um, but you're officially on spring break too, right? I am officially on spring break. I'm visiting home, which is why I'm here and not in a room by myself, uh, which is cool. I'm So spring break's a little bit different when you're a graduate student. When you're a graduate student, it basically means you're doing the same work you always do. You're just in a different place than you usually are doing it, uh, which is still good because I get to see family and come back to where I'm from and... Um, yesterday I fell asleep on the couch, which the couch at my parents' house is frankly a lot better than the couch that I have at my place. Would you say it's technically? Technically better. Yes. Um, tactic stamp of approval. Actually not sure who's ever been on this couch, but it's a great couch. Um, I also watched a movie yesterday called Gifted. Have you guys heard of this movie? I've heard of it. That's the one, um, with a little girl who's like really, really smart, right? She's... You might even say she's gifted. gifted? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Captain America has a... Well, it's actually... It's not his daughter. Well, no, no spoilers, but he's in it, and he's, like, the caretaker for this really, really smart girl. And uh, it's it was kind of emotionally manipulative, but it, it manipulated me. And it was sad, and I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like I can never get over Chris Evans in anything. I mean, I think I've expressed my dislike of Captain America very often, and I feel like that kind of ruined him for me. Like, he's a very hunky fellow, and I'm sure he probably didn't portray a Captain American-type person. Now, but... this is interesting. We should talk about this, because... Did, are we allowed to talk about Marvel stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. No moratorium on Marvel stuff. Thank God. Did you guys watch the new trailer yet for Infinity War? Yes, it looks pretty good. So, and we're kind of sidetracking now, but um, this was wild. I was, I got a little, so the leading theory that I've heard is that Captain America is going to die, and Tony Stark is going to die. Mm, I've which, heard similar things. Yeah, which like makes sense, like they've been in it forever. Uh, Tony Stark's character arc is kind of complete, if you ask me. I would be sad about Tony Stark, I would be not that sad about Captain America. So based on the actual Civil War comic book, Captain America will die, Tony Stark will not. But this is the Infinity. Yeah, but it's kind of... they. So they already con- misconstrued Civil War, right? It was supposed to be this big, massive universe colliding. They just kind of made it, you know, a couple guys fighting in a parking lot. Um, right. 
So they have to make up for that and kind of re-arc the storyline. So I, I will bet you money Tony Stark will live, Captain America will die. I will probably posit that Captain America will definitely die because, I mean, they're, they've been setting up Bucky too hard over mm-hmm. the past few movies, regardless of whether it's the main Marvel movie or one of the the non-Avenger spinoffs. Um, but I, I think Tony Stark will probably just, like, retire, maybe be... Like a, a Nick bit, Fury kind of guy. Yeah, where maybe yeah. he pops in for like 30 seconds in a movie, but hes I don't think he's going to be a big player anymore. I think he might be over it. Maybe they're preparing for Stan Lee to die. Relating to Batman, I, I would very much enjoy Tony Stark as an Oracle type of character. Yeah, it mm-hmm. would definitely work. You know, he can basically, or like kind of like a Q character from Bond where like he just builds everyone toys and gadgets and stuff. And um, I mean, from the perspective of... Um, Man, what's his name? Who's more specific. The guy who plays Tony Stark. Why am I blanking on his Robert name? Robert Downey yes. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is just getting older. And I mean, at some point, of, I know he has the suit that powers everything, but at some point it just becomes like infeasible that a guy in his 60s well, would... Although... I don't know. How old is Robert Downey Jr.? I don't know, but Indiana Jones, I mean, he was... Well, that's a bad example. Yeah, it but did. I don't feel like that played very well. They're coming out with another one. I know. I don't know. Although, if they give him Touch of Grey... And he becomes the... Uh, he already Clooney. has a little bit of gray. Well, no, hear me out. In the Iron Man comic books, there's the superior, quote-unquote, Iron Man, and he's kind of corrupt and everyone needs to be perfect. I would very much like if he kind of drifted towards the villainous side. That that would make a... He would make a fantastic villain. I think they already toyed with that in Civil War. Civil War, they wanted well, you to be on Captain America. And I wasn't. I was on Tony Stark's side. But, like... They wanted you to be on Captain America's side because Captain America always does what's right. And I don't like Captain America. Um, I agree. I think he'd be a pretty compelling villain. He'd be the best villain. Now, I also heard a rumor while we're on this that so there's there's six Infinity Stones or five? Five. Five. It's a knuckle. It's it's one per knuckle, and then there's a big boy right here, right mm-hmm. on the back of the hand. So Power Stone is the one from Guardians of the Galaxy. The Mind Stone is the one that's on Vision's forehead. The Time Stone is in the thing with Doctor Strange. Spar- sorry, if this is spoilers for anybody, I'm just providing like massive spoilers for the Marvel Universe. And then the fourth one. Oh, is the Tesseract, right? No. Is the fourth one the Tesseract? Yep. Yeah. And then the fifth one is the Soul Stone, which has not yet been found. And everyone's wondering where it is. Now, I heard an interesting theory. Is this with John Wick? No, I'd love to hear that though. I heard that this, I've heard two theories, both kind of similar. One is that the Soul Stone is inside Captain America somehow. Oh, please kill him off to get the Soul Stone. Well, because in the trailer, there's like a scene where like Thanos is like trying to like basically grab him, which might be to like kill him too. But like he's, it looks like he's grabbing him with like some kind of like I'm gonna rip a Soul Stone out of you kind of thing. But I've also heard that it might be inside Tony Stark's brain. And that's what makes him so smart. So what I was talking about about John Wick is there's been a little comic book strip circling the interwebs that it's in John Wick's puppy. Could be. <laughs> and he rips open the puppy and then John Wick's like, you're mine. <laughs> now I've heard, like I've, I've heard a lot of things. I've also heard that it's in Wakanda somewhere. Um, I don't know, where do you guys think it is? It's hard, I mean there's so many places. It I think it's in, uh, what's her name? His daughter. Whose daughter? daughter. The green chick from Guardians of the Galaxy. Gamora. Gamora. I think it's in Gamora because there's a father-daughter relationship there. Right. And that that would be a real uh, heart-wrencher, in my opinion. If he had to, like... Ooh, no, wait. What? The other sister, Gamora's sister. Nebula. Yeah, Nebula is all pieced together. She's got all of these different... Yeah, yeah, she has all of these mechanical parts. Maybe he... Because he clearly abused the crap out of both of them anyway so maybe he hid yeah but he doesn't really like her anyway he wouldn't be in here it's true right but no but by raising her to be tough he doesn't care about her anyway so he's hiding it in her so that it's easy to access because they she felt compelled to kind of serve him well not even serve him but event like orbit him at least whether it was to get revenge or to serve him she would always be in his orbit and somewhat close at hand, but also well-trained enough that it wouldn't fall into anybody's grasp. All right, I got one more, one more. A big... uh That's a bad theory. One but... more theory. A big uh, arc around Thanos' story. I don't know if you guys have watched the really old 
cartoon. Is this with the snack of the fingers? Silver Surfer. What? Silver Surfer and Doesn't Galactus. Doesn't exist in this, right? And Thanos. Yeah, we're kind of a trio in the in the cartoon. They might have introduced Silver Surfer with respect to his powers, too. But I thought none of the Fantastic Four movies were canon. Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four are not exclusive together. Right, but we haven't seen the Silver Surfer in any other movie but Fantastic Four. Yeah, but we're pretending that that movie didn't exist. Remember? Right, but that, all I'm saying is that Silver Surfer does not exist in the Marvel Universe at the time. There's other examples of like Quicksilver was in both X-Men and then he, he came into... Which, which Avengers was it? Age of Ultron, I think. So mm-hmm. yeah, they could cross it over. I would be surprised if they introduced many new characters. I think the name of the game is more going to be Who Can You let's Kill? Kill Some People, yeah. Um, which I'm looking forward to quite a bit. Cause I think it's, it's gotten fun. kind of exhaustive. There's yeah. way too many people. There's too many Marvel movies coming out every year, and I enjoy them, but I don't know. The, I felt like Black Panther was so original because it didn't feel as much like a Marvel movie. And when I'm getting exhausted like that, it's time to kill people off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, at the end of Black Panther, post credits scene... Uh, Spoilers! Yeah, mute, mute your podcast for the next, like, 20 seconds if you haven't seen it. They call the Winter Soldier, the one girl calls him White Wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, do you know about White Wolf? Mm-hmm. It's like a whole other character. So, like... What the hell? But there's a whole other storyline behind White Wolf. It's yeah, not, it's like some it's pilot not Bucky. Guy. It 0% has to do with Bucky. Then why, okay, but they wouldn't just call him White Wolf without trying to make that connection. Don't you think? Like, do you think it might be a, there might be a scenario in which Winter Soldier. So maybe when he the, fell off the bridge, you know, when he got lost by. In the very first. Yeah. In the Captain America movie. Right. When, he, when Bucky fell off and just. He had assumed him dead. Right. right? Maybe it, that was the point that Wakandan found him before the Red Skull finding him. Is that what you're... Well, I think it might just be they found him and then put him into cryosleep and now he's waking up and they're going to give him some of that Black Panther juice and he's going to get all Black Panther. Is that what happens with White Wolf? Does he take the Black Panther juice? I don't know much about White Wolf. White Wolf does take the Black Panther juice. Which is not what it's called, kids. I don't know what it's called. But he's just... He's... He's a he's a white guy raised under Wakandan, so they take him in as his own as their own. It's kind of the sum of it. Hmm. Well, if you haven't watched the trailer yet, you should check it out. Um, but it's not Bucky. Bucky is gonna be the next Captain America. I think that's the leading, either him or or the uh, Falcon. Maybe they're gonna make a loose tie, as in like maybe the Wakandans train him, and he somehow gets even more skilled than he already is, and then he'll become Captain America. Mm-hmm. And so they'll kind of make him two characters almost. I mean, it would be cool on a lot of levels for, so like, there it's clear that they're gonna try to involve Wakanda more, and like there's gonna be something more to Wakanda that we don't even know yet. And it would be it would send kind of a cool. I I feel like Marvel planned Black Panther to come out at a time when racial tensions in this country are at an all time high. And it would be kind of cool to say Captain America is. What? Continue. Continue. Okay. Um, it would be cool to say Captain America is like friends with them, I think. I don't know if that's what they're going to Okay, so I think that <laughs> more or less wrapped up the roundtable roundup, I think. I never got to talk about oh, what okay. I did. Go ahead and talk about your week. Hey, so the most exciting thing, in my opinion, that happened this, over this past week was daylight savings time. Ugh. Everyone forgot about that. We lost an hour. That was right, exciting. but we got a whole hour of daylight. When the weather starts getting nice, we can start doing stuff outside. Uh, yeah, but now when I try to wake up early, it's dark and it sucks. You guys are just Debbie Downers. I will, I mean, I don't know. I can meet you on the whole, like, having more daylight is nice thing, but man, losing that hour is just such... Uh, kick in the face. I hate it. You're at school, steer. It's just you just wake up when the sun comes up when you feel like it. What? Who's this? first of all? This is a Sunday, which I do not wake up when I feel like it. I wake up never. Uh, and then I woke up and I was like, "Why is my oven clock wrong?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, frick!" Was it? That's really how I found out that it was daylight savings. My oven clock was wrong compared to my phone clock. See, but it Appreciate it throws off more. Daylight. It throws off more than just that one day. Like I'm still recovering. I still can't seem to wake myself up. It's really bad. Yeah, and then like I so that happened, and then I switched time zones. Oh yeah, you're screwed. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what year is it at this point? You know, it's 2020. Three years. 
Ah, oh, 2020. Thank God. That must. That means I might be done with grad school. Three years. Yeah. Yeah, I hope 2020. 2021. I'll I'll keep all the listeners posted. Uh, right now, the moral of the story is I'm going to be in grad school for a while. So let's move on to the roundtable roundup. Yeah. Uh, we have some interesting topics today. First things first, let's talk about this Facebook business. So for the people that don't know, uh, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but Mark Zuckerberg has personally given your data to everyone. Marky Z. It's not exactly true, but it's kind of close. He basically opened the door. Um, you know how every time you used to take a personality test back when Facebook was new? You used to. People don't really do that anymore. Oh. You take your personality test elsewhere on the internet. Not me. Um, but basically anytime you log into any third-party app, you authorize that app to use your Facebook. Um, whether Even if it says that they can just access like your email address or your profile picture or anything like that. Um, what was found out was that um, it was a Cam- Cambridge Analytics posed, uh, did like an experiment where they posed as a personality test, and then they were able to access everything and gather all of this information about everybody who, I mean, authorized the access of that app. So what that basically says is that every time that you authorize any of those third-party apps, you're actually giving them unlimited access to all of your information, even if you didn't think that you were. Which... Honestly, like, and I feel like this is going to be a dissenting opinion. It doesn't bother me that much. Does, so Facebook has access to your contacts, to your messages, to your phone book. Does that include that information? I'm sure it does. Yeah, so, I mean, even if you didn't authorize it, I'm, I mean, and I didn't read as far into this, but I'm pretty sure they said that they could access almost everything about your profile. And, I mean, the thing that is really scary about that isn't so much like I don't care if people see that one time I liked I can has cheeseburger, mm. or it's a great page, it yeah. is, or like I love sloths. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't bother me. I don't even care if they see who I'm friends with. The thing that is a little bit disconcerting that they see you're a fan of One Direction. Yeah, I mean I don't want that to be out there in the public. But after like the Equifax thing where all of the data was breached, one of the things. Um, that secures your account when people have your password and your social and I mean that doesn't that's really bad if they have that but all of your security information like those weird random questions like who is like what is the name of the elementary school you went to in third grade for a day I put that on my Facebook page I almost answered this now and people could have some, some people put the answers to those obscure questions on their Facebook page without even realizing it like, where did you go to school? I mean, that's a common security question for M&T Bank, at least. And it's not my security question. But you people list their entire history. They list what elementary school they went to, what middle school they went to, what college they went to. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. And that kind of information is kind of scary to be floating out there. But at the end of the day, I mean, the only thing I can say is just don't give access to all of these apps. Yeah, but if I want to, okay, if I want to take a quiz to find out which member of the Backstreet Boys I am? I, I I have to do that. I'm not I'm not willing to give up that right. See, you can go on Buzzfeed now. You don't even have to log uh, in. Oh no! See, Buzzfeed. <sighs> see, we live in we live in a digital age. I mean, forget Facebook for a second. But everyone's sold on it. Ancestry, ancestry, ancestry. I really want to find out. Hey, that I'm one sixteenth. I don't know Australian. It's actually true. I don't know. But what actually was found is that now Ancestry owns your DNA, and they can sell that DNA to ins- insurance companies. Oh. So you have, if you have a lineage of heart disease, now they know this, and they can actually deny you coverage or drop you hmm. without telling, without, without providing a reason. So, so like maybe that picture you took back in college that one night you got like blackout and smoked a cigarette is now floating out there for your insurance to be like, hey, that one time you smoked a cigarette that's, and we have proof. That's exactly where I'm going with this yeah. is, is it circles back to, to that kind of information where exactly insurance companies can die. Oh, this person drinks a lot. This person, they said they don't drink. They said they don't smoke, but their Facebook tells me otherwise. Or like this person posts all the time about eating Lunchables. I don't know anyone who does that. That's just a that's a random example. Uh huh. Sure. It is. Um, but like that indicates bad dietary. Like yeah, I guess the health angle is good because like for me, and the reason I said I'm not that bothered by this at the start is like, if anyone wanted to, I am the most easily fleeced person 
maybe in the world. Like, I, I don't know how many times, you know how you ever go to New York City and you're walking around by the Empire State Building and some guy in like a green vest walks up and is like, hey, I'll get you to the top of the Empire State Building. Have you ever, have you ever seen yeah. this? And everyone says no, right? Yeah. Not me. Did he get you? I mean, he, I, I, I paid for a ticket. It didn't get me to the top. It got me up a pretty decent height. It was high enough for me because I'm afraid of heights. But then like, I was like, I was in uh, New York City with my girlfriend at the time, R.I.P. to that girlfriend, uh, and we went to she the top. She didn't die. The, well, they she's still alive. Up. Yeah, she's still alive as far as I know. Um, but we go to the top, and then like we, well, not the top. We go to like close to the top, see it, come back down, and then like I don't know later that day or something. My mom called me, and she was like, "Hey, how's this? How's it going?" And I was like. Good, like, we went to the Empire State Building, and she's like, did you go to the top? I'm like, yeah, we bought some tickets from some guy on the street. Which, when I said it, I knew, like, <laughs> boy, that doesn't sound right. And then she, because she was a parent, she was like, you have to take all your money out of all your bank accounts and, like, move everything until, until you, because I paid with a credit card, too. You paid with a credit card paid, to some well, guy I, on the street? It was actually a debit card. Oh, what it, are you it'd doing? It'd be better if it was a credit card, because a credit doing? card, there's, like, the, Debit card is literally just like, here, have access to all my money if you want it. Um, so, yeah, the moral of the story is if anyone wanted to get my information, I'm sure it would be, it would be pretty easy to do so. There's and an my ATM face would be sparse, every, so. like, there's like three ATMs on every block in New York City. Well, yeah, but the surcharges. That's where they get you. Surcharge. You couldn't find your own bank. Manufacturers and traders. M&T. You think they're in New York City? Yeah, they are, actually. Is that what that stands for? You didn't know that? Nope. Manufacturers and traders, which shows you how old of a bank it is. Like, that is just the oldest name ever. Um, yeah, actually, my current girlfriend, who is still alive also, thought it meant money and things. And I told her, no, that's not it. I wish it were that, but it's not. I have multiple bank accounts just to avoid surcharges. That's like the minimum amount. I mean, I don't have enough money to put in multiple bank accounts, so... You know, these banks, they have, like, minimums and stuff. I'm actually thinking about switching banks, but that's not a very good podcast topic. Um, to roll it back around, I guess. Um, so, earlier today, on my lunch, when I was, like, reading about this big breach of data, I did decide to go on and see what apps I'd authorized to have access to my profile. And, I mean, there were the usual things, like Spotify, which I'm definitely not going to disconnect because it's just convenient, and stuff like that. But... There were 185 different apps that since the first time I signed up for Facebook, I'd authorized. And I will tell you that probably a good 50% of them were stupid surveys that I've never looked at past the initial, like, oh, I'm going to take this dumb survey. Like, I literally have, what kind of college student will you be? What kind of cat are you? <laughs> Which Backstreet Boys song describes you the best? What kind of cat? Yeah, you? I was going to ask that. I don't know. Um, I don't even remember. That's how insignificant this quiz was to my life, but I authorized it to have all of this access to my data. So go check to see what you've authorized and delete them. Because I did, and it took me a good 20 minutes. You said 180? Yep. All right. I, I took a lot of quizzes, apparently. Keep talking. Can I check on my mobile? I want to check right now, because I, I think bet it's more than that. I'm pretty sure you can check on your mobile, yeah. But I mean... I've done an app purge before, too, so that's kind of scary. All right. I'm going to look this up. I Over under, I'm setting at 200 because I, I honestly think it might be more. But, you know, I've been wrong, I guess. Um, so while they're doing this, um, in case you do want to <laughs> check your your safety and privacy settings, you'll do, you do want to go into your settings, um, and I believe there's an apps. <laughs> you can see it's looking, trying to figure out where to go. Yeah. I have all of two apps. That are like post downloaded, Scrabble and Words with Friends. I really like Scrabble. <laughs> apps. Yeah, so you go onto apps, and oh, if you if you hit logged in with Facebook, yeah, it just says 111 apps authorized to interact with my Facebook. That's underwhelming. So you won. Yeah. 180. I must apparently really like quizzes. I don't know. I must hate quizzes because I have none. <laughs> go uh, go check right now and uh, see you how many you have. You don't even have Spotify on your list. That doesn't seem right at all. I don't have Spotify on my list. I don't, I don't put 
You don't log in with Spotify? Maybe. You know what my first one listed is? It says, a more accurate Harry Potter sorting quiz. Which sounds about <laughs> par for the course. In addicted terms of to apps. the office. Yeah, addicted to the office. I just, I'm in the wrong spot. It's all just the same. So so, so here's what you should do. Go look now. Um, it's easy to find out. Uh, leave a number. Leave your number in the comments. And wait, are there comments? Um, I, I always, I always I say don't. leave a number in the comments like we're on a YouTube video. Um, but then we'll... We'll give whoever has the highest number uh, a pat on the back, because that's all we're we're fit to give. Um, but yeah, Facebook. I mean, uh, from what I've heard, Mark Zuckerberg is under fire, which it's about time. Mark Zuckerberg's like the richest guy in the world. Uh, he deserves to be under fire once in a while. He has the most friends in the universe. Uh, for the record, Tactic has a hundred and two apps on his Facebook. Oh, so we're like we're pretty much right uh, even with each other. Uh, 180 though that's it was significant it was kind of crazy i have to pump my numbers i I, I feel i feel small compared to you right now as you should um there's some naughty ones oh do you care to to share with us no (laughs) okay fair enough i wouldn't want to share either i'm a little embarrassed about the sorting quiz thing as it is um the other major thing that's happened in the news uh, that I'm sure a lot of you've heard about is this thing about so United Airlines is just taking dogs and just killing them. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's not true. They're not just killing dogs in front of people. But the first one died from being shoved into an overhead compartment. The second one died because it was accidentally shipped to Japan. Mm-hmm. Which, when we were talking about this, Tactic asked, how do you accidentally ship a dog to Japan? It's a fair question. Um, I don't know. My, my, so I have a knee-jerk reaction to this, this whole thing, which is like, yeah, United Airlines, they suck. Uh, were they the ones that punched the guy in the face, or is that Delta? Uh, I don't remember. I know there have been some United Airlines, like both United and Delta have had videos of being mean to passengers for no apparent reason. So airlines suck, but at the same time, Depending on the dog, I would never fly with a dog. I mean, I think there are small breed animals. And I do... Oh, you're shoving it in overhead bins. Yeah, probably. Right. Um, and I do, like... I mean, if you were taking a cross-country trip because you were moving, like, would you want to send your dog with a U-Haul with all of your furniture? I mean, I would probably want to travel with my dog, too. I'd want to drive. Right, but not everybody can. Right. So, I mean, like, if you had to be there the next day for a job thing and everything was coming together super quickly i'd want to take my dog maybe but i mean maybe after all of these horror stories with united i probably wouldn't um would you take your dog flying personally i would not because i can't fly myself same so um for i mean i have medical reasons that i can't fly so i wouldn't subject my dog to a plane by himself because i feel like that would just be rude um but I feel like there's very few extenuating circumstances where I'm flying with the dog. I have medical reasons I can't fly to. I get really sweaty. <laughs> there's no name for it. It's just I get really sweaty. and uh, Panic sweats? Yeah. I might, actually, there is a word for it. It's anxiety. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a dog. But I know like there are certain breeds, like my brother-in-law, they have a pug. And like you can't even take those things on planes because they... They can barely breathe on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. If you take a, do- a pug on a plane, like there's a pretty decent chance that it's gonna croak on you. And I mean, especially if you shove it into an overhead container. I don't understand. So I always thought the policy was that if you took your dog on a plane, you either had to buy it a seat or keep it at your feet or check it in as if it was a bag. Right, because they can fly in the luggage compartment, right? Right. So how did it end up in the overhead? And, like, who thought that was a good idea? My guess. And, and uh, I should be clear. Haven't read the story at all. I just know the headline because I'm a millennial. But my guess is someone had the dog at their feet and some bold as brass flight attendant came by and was like, it's got to be under the seat. And the dog wouldn't fit under the seat because it's a dog. So then they took it and they're like, well, it's going in the overhead bin. That's the policy. And then they just shoved it in there. Then the dog died. I don't know. What are your th- what are your thoughts on that tactic? I think that's accurate. It's accurate to what happened, but I, if I was that passenger, I would not have taken that lightly. Well, I'm sure the passenger 
What do you think? Pastor just watched as the dog. I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I feel like I would be that person, though, who I would have been videotaped by some other passenger on the plane because I would be freaking out. Like, you're not going to take my dog from me. I'm sorry. Like, what's the harm in putting him on your lap? You could put a laptop bag on your lap. Well, not during takeoff. That's actually against the favor. Mm-hmm. It has to be under the seat in front of you. All right, so why not put the dog under the seat in front of you? My guess is they tried, but it wouldn't fit. So then it's just like at their feet, which, you know, I got big backpacks that I fly with all the time. It's at my feet. It's not all the way under the seat. It's no big deal. But my, my guess is there was a flight attendant who was... A stickler for the rules. Yeah, like fully by the book kind of thing. And they were like, we got to stow this this puppy, literally. And, yeah. I don't know how... I mean, how did, do you know how the dog actually died? I don't know. I didn't read the details. I pretty much, like you said, I'm a millennial. And I read the headline, and I was just like, damn, that's terrible. Well, some... I mean, some details, you just... You never need to know. I don't need to know how that dog died. No, I don't. The other thing that's really confusing to me is the one where they shipped it to Japan by accident. Because... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we should really dig so, into that. If it was if it was a suitcase, I could understand if it got tagged incorrectly, but I feel like more care is usually taken with a live animal because, I mean, they have to... I'm pretty sure... I don't know what the rules are. I've never obviously shipped an animal, but I'm assuming they probably have to feed it, potentially like give it anxiety medicine to sedate it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works, but I'm pretty sure there's got to be more stipulations. And even like providing it water, they have to make sure the thing doesn't die on them. So how then do you accidentally ship it to the wrong place? Right. You'd think they just, like, take the the container thing and just, like, paint the word Chicago on the side in, like, a big black paint or right. something. And not even just not even put a tag on it. Just make, like, just make it super clear that this thing should not go to Japan. Because, um, yeah, seemingly what happened is the dog accidentally got flown to Japan, which is, like, a super long flight. And it died on the flight. But, again, I don't know. And, like... Okay, how many dogs are they shipping? Like, I feel like if I was someone working at an airport, whether I was a stewardess or a pilot or just one of the guys loading the luggage on and off the plane, like, I would be freaking stoked if a dog came through. I'd be like, oh my god, there's a puppy. Like, how many dogs are getting on that plane every day? How many dogs are even entering an airport every day as cargo that you wouldn't be like, oh gee, this is that dog going to Chicago? Huh, I wonder why I'm putting it on this airplane to Japan. Like, how many dogs are they flying in and out of that airport in a day where nobody would catch that? Okay, but have you seen the guys that unload the luggage from the plane? Right, but I mean... They have a, no joy in their it's life. It's a dog. Ever. It's a dog. If you've ever wondered, if you've ever gotten your checked bag back from a flight and then opened it up and found something broken and been like, I wonder how this happened. Don't wonder anymore. Have you seen the guys They're just unload, heaving and They're hollering. literally just throwing it. If it hits... The cart, good. If it hits something else, close enough. We tried, basically, is what the methodology is. Now, I hope they didn't do that with the dog. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't think... I don't know. I mean, if I was a luggage guy, I'd be pretty excited to see a dog, because I like dogs. But maybe, maybe, and this is what we should really be considering, is this could be like a Sherlock Holmes situation, where, like, Does they this do was on purpose? a purposeful... Yeah, maybe the luggage oh. guy didn't like dogs, or the dog might have bit him. And then he was like, well, guess you're going to Japan. <laughs> you know, the crime you know, punishment fits the crime. We point. laugh, but that's honestly a really good point. Yeah. Huh. I wonder how they investigate this stuff. Like the flight attendant, everybody was there. Everybody saw it. But this dog that went to Japan, I think there's more to the story that we don't yet know. It's definitely a mystery. Quite a caper. Um, if you have any tips on this case, don't call us. Call somebody else. We can't do anything about it. Um, but it is interesting. Hmm. Um, Hold your dogs tighter tonight and don't send them on a plane. And if you don't have a dog, get one. Hold yourself tighter because you deserve it. The last piece of news that we wanted to get to is we've talked about self-driving cars on this show. Quite a bit. Many times. But frankly, that's because there's always something happening with self-driving cars. And this time it's not as good as other times. Uh, if you don't know, someone... So there's an Uber self-driving car that was in automated mode but had someone behind the wheel kind of just as a safeguard. Mm-hmm. And it hit a, it was a woman, right? Yep. Cro- crossing the street with a bicycle. Not on the bicycle, I think. I think she was just... She was walking the bike. So yeah. I guess the dash cam caught her. Um, it happened very quickly. It was dark. It was nighttime. And she was on a median. 
like a grassy median and she was walking her bike across the road and the car camera catches her like very quickly just stepping out in front of the car and authorities did review this footage and say that in any situation self-driving or not that it was very likely that hitting her would be unavoidable based on how quickly she stepped in front of the car but it's still a very big issue because it is a self-driving car i think it's a trial run i don't think they're doing it like i think they're still in the testing mode i don't think it's been officially rolled out right and well and the, the stigma surrounding there's so many people that don't trust it to begin with and then when they hear that somebody died like obviously it's not going to play well um so yeah the, the, it's worth noting like the self-driving car was going 40 into 35 mm-hmm. which like most of us would be going 40 and 35 unless you're like strict by the book kind of person um doesn't sound like the self-driving car was doing anything wrong so you have to wonder at that point did this lady see the self-driving car this thing's gonna stop and just go for it but how can you tell that it's a self-driving car i think camera i think i think the person played the I'm a pedestrian, they're going to stop for me rule, and didn't even bother looking both ways. Mm. And you see that, especially around universities and that, you see that all the time. Oh, yeah. So, well, actually, do they have the big cameras on them, though? Or are they just regular-looking cars? I'm pretty sure they're just regular-looking cars. So, I mean, even, and especially in the middle of the night, I don't know if you'd be able to distinguish that it was a self-driving car. It was in the middle of the night? It was dark, supposedly. Hmm. Interesting. I... I feel like where this discussion always goes when we talk about these things is would you drive a self-driving would you own a self-driving car and drive one? So absolutely 150%. I think the real concern is the liability on this on this who do you who do you charge, right? The company or the person. The company or the person, but it, it, based on the preliminary investigation Neither. It, the it answer is like neither. It sounds involved. like the person put themselves into danger. It was really reckless endangerment. Right. I, I, I thought you were asking that in a general sense. Like, if these were to be rolled out to everyone, if you got a self-driving car and I got a self-driving car. I would get the self-driving car because not only does it take the light. Well, well so, no, I think what he's saying what I'm asking is, is like, like who what? is responsible if there's a collision? The driver or the company. The driver is always responsible because. They can always take over. They, could, they, they should, based on the stipulations of a self-driving car, they should be both hands on the wheel, ready to take over at a moment's notice. Then what's the point of having it? Devil's advocate. I agree with you. But then what's the point of having the self-driving car? But the reason why you do the self-driving car is because I trust that self-driving car's capability 150 times more than a human. Humans are prone to error. We suck. We are the most mistake-prone thing on this planet, right? Other species just are like, I'm going to eat, I'm going to hunt, I'm going to do my thing, I'm not going to make a mistake because it's just how I survive. Uh, we I, w- I would argue that animals make mistakes all the time. Cats and dogs. I mean, no, they intentionally seen... push those those glasswares off the table. <laughs> That's not a mistake. They're evil. Well, I'm even talking about, like, I don't know. So my workplace, um, we have a building that's, like, more nestled into the woods, and there have been multiple times now where a deer has run straight into the glass window. And I think one time it actually got into the building because it broke the window. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there for that, so that may be incorrect. But, I mean, there have been numerous times where a deer will just run straight through it. So, I mean, animals make mistakes. Same thing actually happened in my high school. No joke. A deer bashed his head through a window, and they had to, like, board the window up with cardboard. I don't know what happened to the deer. I just remember, you know, it was, it's all we talked about that day because it was high school. There wasn't much to talk about. But, okay, so let's let's do a thought experiment. I have a self-driving car. You have a self-driving car. Mine's cooler. We get in a self-driving accident. Mm-hmm. I am painting my toenails while I'm driving, and you are eating a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. Who's at fault? Let's say it's a four-way stop. And we met in the middle of the intersection and crashed. And my, your cereal went everywhere. Okay. The person at fault is the third driver on the 90 degrees from us if we're having a head-on collision. Because both of our cars went to avoid that person coming in the middle. My point is... My point <laughs> I, is... I don't know if I follow that. My point is, this is an, I have the utmost confidence that that is not a real scenario. 
The only reason that this particular one had an accident was because it was an unforeseen event. In an idealistic, so my vision of where automated cars is working towards is a network, right? Where, where it's not only interfacing with say a GPS and, and the roadmaps and, 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 and physical things appearing around it, but they're also communicating with each other. That, that helps you on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. One, that gives you a higher resolution on where other cars are relative to you, as well as it further, and we've mentioned, I mentioned this in other episodes, it further reduces that xylophoning stop and go effect where all, say, 20 cars in a line can synonymously move together. Right, in theory, with like, so I've seen, I've sat through presentations on like swarm dynamics and stuff, and in theory, you would never have to stop. You'd always be moving. Exactly. There would be no stop lights, there'd be no stop so, signs. It'd just be, okay, go, then you'd go. So in, in this world where you have a self-driving car and I have a self-driving car, I see, my nails. I see that more as the reality. Right now, the reality is you and I have self-driving cars, and legally, we are not allowed to eat our cereal or paint our nails. We 100% get foot on the gas, hands on the... On the steering right. wheel. So, just to play devil's advocate here, but in this perfect world where everybody has this interconnected network of cars and signals and everything, so we've all seen the like spy thriller movies where someone hacks into the Department of Transportation and they shut down signals mm. and traffic just goes haywire. Now, in the day and age of hackers and cybersecurity clearly being not as secure as we think it is, evidenced by the Facebook breach, all of these different data breaches that are just compounding as the years go on and the internet's been more ingrained into our lives. How do we not see something like that happening from a domestic or even international terror perspective? Because all it would take is somebody somewhere messing with one node or piece of a network of cars in one major city right. and everybody just Dies. It dominoes the entire city. Yeah. So that's why the manual override must always be present, right? Well, right, but if you're... So eventually I think the goal of self-driving cars is that, as you said, you could paint your nails, you could eat your cereal, you could be reading a book, you could be napping. I mean, we've seen these videos where it's like the future of self-driving cars is you holding a conference in this vehicle driving yourself to yeah. work. Yeah, and no one's even looking at Yeah. The so at what point if some cyber terrorist somewhere decides that all of these cars now are going to hit 80 miles per hour driving at each other and no one's going to stop in the middle of New York City, who's going to stop that? See, so that's a good point too because let's say it wasn't this conference call scenario and let's say you are sitting there not doing anything. Granted, okay, let's say your hands aren't on the wheel but you're sitting there just watching the car drive and then suddenly a terrorist hacks the mainframe, everything goes. And you're going, you're doing 80, and you're four feet away from the other car. You're not going to be. You able pull to stop that, that lever, it's not going to matter. So you're toast. No vehicle is instantaneously at 80. No. I don't, I don't, I don't care what vehicle you are. No, but, but they but get there pretty If you're quickly. sitting there doing nothing, you're going to see your RPMs are ticking up. You're going to go, oh, crimity, and slam on the brake. But Not if you the think the self-driving car is doing what it's supposed to do. At some point, like, say you're going 30 and then your car is slowly creeping up to, like, 60 and you're like, you know what? That's not totally unreasonable. But then you hit 75 and you're like, huh, this something doesn't seem right. But at that point, it's kind of too late. You're on the throughway and you're going 75 and so is everybody else. And I mean, especially in, like, a city landscape. The bigger landscape. risk, I guess, I, to, to actually, I hear what you're saying, but let's make this story. Everyone's on the throughway. All cars slam on their brakes. Or some cars do, some cars don't. Then you'd always have collision. Well, I'm even saying, like, in a city perspective, I mean, we've all... Assuming that we can find this perfect network, you're still not going more than, like, 30 miles per hour because pedestrians exist. Pedestrians so, step out in front of cars. And so even if you're going an extra 5, 10 miles per hour in a city setting, you're not going to be able to stop in time. You're going to hit someone. So we agree this is a terrorist situation. How do you prevent that is what you're saying? Well, not even that, but I mean even a malfunction of one car. Yeah. Anything could happen. One domino top of yeah. one, basically. It's, so, it's just interesting to think about and probably why we haven't seen a more widespread adoption. That and the fact that I know in the article that I was reading about this, they said that I believe this happened in Arizona. 
And one of the main reasons why they're rolling this out and testing it in Arizona is because it's a dry, hot climate and they don't have to worry about like ice and inclement weather. Mm. But I don't understand how you'll ever be able to roll this out in the Northeast because I was talking about this with my dad the other weekend. And so when I'm driving and it's really snowy, I can like the road is completely clear and I can see a signal coming up. And right before the signal, there's a patch of black ice, but I'm not on it yet. So my car is registering that I'm on totally fine road, but I know I have to start slowing down because I'm going to hit that patch of ice. Right. How does my car know that? How does my car know to start slowing down well in advance so that I don't slide through that signal? So the beauty of black ice is it's called black ice for a reason, right? It's hard you can't to see. Detect. So in other words, just because you know that the black ice is, you're saying that we should be I guarantee you every other person is not seeing it and they are just braking and the car has the capability to brake farther. They're not flooring just before a red light. I think what she's saying is if we want these self-driving cars to really be all they're cracked up to be, we need a self-driving car that can find that can find that black ice. Mm-hmm. And even I if think, not every human can. I think from a measurement standpoint, we have the sensing capability. I don't think that's out of the reach of self-driving cars. Well, there's, 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 hang on, there, there's a number of, of factors that can read that. So when you're on the black ice, right, it's traction that you could see. You're, you're. Right, but what I'm saying it's is. It's too late when you're on it. Yeah, it's too late when you're on it. The black ice is right under the signal. If you haven't already come to a complete stop, and I mean, there are a lot of people, you say that people have already slowed by the time they get to the signal, but I don't know about you, when I'm driving, that's not the case. You see a lot of people driving past it because they're stopping late. Well, I mean, people are just stopping late all the time. I mean, I have seen people skid through, and they're lucky that the oncoming traffic hasn't started yet. So, I mean, Do you think we have the capabilities to sense those things in advance? Like, so how do you see black eyes, right? There's some kind of a reflection or a glare on it? Sometimes it's not even that I can see it, but that you see other cars slipping on it. And I mean... I just think it's very difficult to detect, and I don't know how it's going to become a reality. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Between the cybersecurity and just all of the driving conditions, I'm not sure how it will handle. I just think we're very far away. So learn. And something like this just brings those kind of issues to the forefront, even though it wasn't the car's fault. So just to summarize what you're saying, the only way to really have a good, solid car is not only will you need a gambit of sensors but you also need some kind of a learning algorithm, right, that can take Probably. all this yeah. mm-hmm. information in and, okay, I can agree with that. We, yeah. Especially considering that's, that. That's no easy task. When you, when you buy a car, it'll be able to stop in a certain distance. As time goes on and the tires aren't as good and everything else, it's going to need more distance to stop. So it's going to need that learning capability. And, like, what happens if you don't maintain your car? Not everyone keeps up on their car. Mm-hmm. Um, you let one sensing system go, and you're screwed. Oh, yeah. We've, we've pretty much eliminated here a lot of the issues with self-driving cars without even touching on the public opinion aspect of it, uh, which is another huge one. I feel like we've covered the public opinion in one of the previous episodes. Yes. Which is why I went a little bit more technical with these issues today. Definitely. I'm not. Go back and find that episode. I'm definitely. I'm not anti-self-driving car, but I feel like in every episode I keep bringing up all of these issues that I just feel like they haven't been answered yet. Yeah, I don't think any of us are are anti-self-driving cars. It's just we're engineers and we're practical people and we see a lot of issues that hopefully people that are smarter than any of us, no offense, are probably working on right now. Um, With that, let's move on to the spinning of the wheel. All right. I'll let you do the honors. All right, so here's our topic. What do we got here? All right, so uh, for those of you that remember, uh, last last week, two weeks ago, uh, was it Frank and I that faced off in an mm-hmm. epic battle of books? Books. This week, Frank and Taylor will be having an epic battle of video game taglines. Oh, man. So here's what I'm going okay. to do. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll do seven. We'll do best of seven. So first of four wins. Um, 
I will read a tagline, and if you first person to guess it gets a point, and the first person to four wins. Um, I'll I have a, a pretty long list here, so I'll try and pick some of the ones that I think you're most likely to get. Okay, so number one. Let's see here. Evil is powerful, but courage is solid. Mass Effect. Mm, Medal of Honor. Both incorrect. Call of Duty. Nope. Evil is powerful. Gears of War. But courage is solid. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid oh. is correct. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. Put some emphasis on that last word. And so Frank pulled ahead. Uh, this could be his chance, guys. He's never won. This may be where he does it. want to remind everybody again that Frank has never won. Okay, number two. Behold. Rapture. Rapture. No. Uh, Fallout? No. Behold Rapture. Doom. Ooh, Bioshock. Bioshock is correct. Yes! Um, so it's one-to-one. One. Great game, Bioshock. I've never, I've never played Metal Gear Solid, but Bioshock I have played. Fantastic. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, the Special next one. guest star, Charlie the Dog. This, yeah, uh, he's... Actually, I don't even know where he is. He's around. Okay, number three. Uh, it's the zombie apocalypse. Bring friends. Left for Dead. Left for Dead is correct. I was gonna say that. Oh yeah. Okay, so it's two to one. Um, this one okay. I'm gonna, this one's hard, but I think you guys might be able to get it. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Call of Duty. No. Gears of War. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Uh. Mass Effect. Portal. No. No. This one. This one is. Counter Strike. This one might be too hard. Mm. Can you give us a console? Any. It's, I know it's on PC. How about a PlayStation decade? And, I mean, no. Battlefield. One came out last year. Battlefront. I think. Star Wars. It's true. Anything is permitted and came out last year. There are a number of these games. Assassin's Orange Creed. Box. Assassin's Creed is correct. What? Nothing is true. Everything is perfect. How did you guess that? Because Assassin's Creed so Origins just came out. It's three to one. Frank, I'm gonna try. Clock to, is ticking down. I'm on gonna you. try and play to your strengths here. I don't really know what your strengths are though. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to count Assassin's Creed if it comes down to it. We can maybe do an extra one if I win. We'll 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 see how it goes. Uh, okay. I think it's an easier one. Okay. Lubricated by the blood of soldiers. Call of Duty. Gears of War. <laughs> Gears of War is correct. <laughs> <laughs> it actually the, the actually the full tagline for that one is the Gears of War are lubricated by the blood of soldiers, but obviously I couldn't say all that. That was a giveaway, yeah. Uh, so it's, we'll, we'll call it three to two, and uh, okay, here we go. Welcome to Liberty City. Where, oh, where the only dirty word is hope. Sunshine Overdrive. Uh, no. Nope. No. Liberty City. What is Liberty City? I know that. That's not Fallout. Nope. Oregon Trail? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> That's near in Oregon. Um, You're on a trail. Liberty City. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Correct. Oh. I, I'm reading this off, a, off of a Sporkle quiz, by the way. I think that's the first one that I got. Uh... I think it's the original. It's actually, it's either four, it's one of the, silly one of them. I'm just looking for franchises. Okay, so it's three to three. Oh man, I can't lose. I we're can't in, be the first one. We're in sudden death. Let me see here. Okay. Okay, ready? Now, I'm looking for a, a specific one this time. Okay, so we're is, in a series. We're in a series. I'm looking for a specific one. Finish the fight. Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 1. Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 4. <laughs> Call of Duty 1. Call of Duty 2. Call of Duty 3. Call of Duty Black Ops. Call of Duty World at War. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. It's not even out yet. Call of Duty Black Ops yeah, 2. Call of Duty Black it. Ops 1. Black Ops 3? Is that right? Yeah, Black Ops 3 is Which already ones out. Did you say? Call of Duty all three of them, I said. <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Call of Duty Call World of at War. No. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1, 2, 3. We are not in the Call of Duty franchise. <laughs> oh. 
Gears of War 1. I let you guys waste a lot of time. <laughs> Can you repeat it? Pretty short. Finish, finish the fight. fight. What was the next line? There's no next line. It's a, it's a tagline. Finish the fight. Why do I know this? It should you, be. You know it. It's going to be the end of a series. Mass Effect 1. No. <laughs> it's going to be the end of a series. He says Mass Effect 1. Um. I'll give you another another hint. Okay, give us a hint. The entire game, neither of you have set this franchise. What? The, what? Okay. Which, honestly, I'm kind of impressed that you haven't. Super Smash Brothers. Nope. The Sims. <laughs> Yo, that would be a great tagline for the next Sims game. Um, Rocket League. Injustice. Injustice 2. No. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Mortal I'm Kombat to, I'm trying, 2. I'm trying to think about how to give you guys a hint for this one. No, don't. Um, finish the fight. <laughs> finish the I fight. I could give you the year it came out if that would help. No. Yeah, that would actually no. be super helpful. She's going to get it if you give us a hint. I should say, I have to look it up. I'll, I'll, while, you, while you guys are flailing. Finish the fight. I don't I'll, finish it. I'll look it up. Is this something that we've played? Probably. I'm not 100 sure, but Battlefield, Battlefield Two, Battlefield Three, Star Wars Battlefront Two, Star Wars Battlefront One, Star Wars Force Awakens, <laughs> Star Wars The Force Awakens Two. Um, no. Lego Batman. I'm trying to think of how to give you a hint. It's Lego Batman. Doom, Doom 1, Doom 2. Oh, I can't believe you guys haven't oh, come up with this yet. All I can think is Sims now. Alright, I feel like we should just give up and move on we'll, to a different We'll one. do a different what one. What is it? Yeah. It was Halo 3. Oh. Not oh. used to Halo. Oh my god. How did I forget Halo? It that was my childhood. That was That's supposed really to be. bad. That should have been go. really easy. I play that like every other day. Yeah, I, I what the hell? Oh my god, that that's my so whole bad. Childhood. Oh. Okay. Uh, last one. Okay. Then, someone will get this one, I think. Sinner's Welcome. Sin City. No. That's not a game, that's a movie. Sinner's Welcome. Oh, I know this. I know this. I don't know that you guys have played this game. I've before, played this you, game. You know what the game is. Definitely not another. Grand Theft Auto. No, I know this game. I've wanted to play it for the longest time, and that might have gave it away to Taylor. Wanted to play it for the longest time. Sinners Welcome. I keep wanting to buy it, but I never do. I don't. Alright, let's we'll, we'll, see there. Let's just keep this moving. If you guys don't know, All I'll right. move on to another one. It was Saints Row. Oh, yes, yes. see? Um, Didn't I tell you that I wanted yeah. to buy that? Okay. Uh, let's see. We're actually running a little low. I might be at a different Sporkle quiz. Shout out to Sporkle for giving me these answers. Um, okay, I'm going to give you guys a really easy one to, just so we can end it. It's dark. She's perfect. Portal. Portal 2? This is easy? <laughs> it's dark. She's perfect. The darkness. Oh my god, what is this? The darkness 2. You guys must have never played this game. We'll do a different one. What was it? Perfect Dark. I've never oh, played that. no, we we did. We you have probably played that. Per, you probably played Perfect Dark Zero because that's like the remake. Oh man, we're running out of time. Okay, uh, buh, 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 let's see. Okay, someone will get this one. That's what you said about the last someone one. Someone will get this one. You are Bond, James Bond. James Bond, 007. Uh, Goldeneye. No. Frank, no, Franklin's, Franklin. Yeah. You okay. totally froze. I know. He said three things, <laughs> two of which were really bad. James Bond and 007. Oh. Um, oh. The other one that I was going to ask after that, if you guys somehow didn't get that one, was Gotta Catch Em All, which is, you know. It just says Pokemon, which, which one? Who cares? Uh, it's obviously the best one, uh, Pokemon is, Black. I can't believe I'm the first person to lose. So he got his first win. Congrats. To Tactic One, he's 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 done it, and he will host the next, whatever. We should probably like pick a running title for this because we do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Something showdown, showdown. I didn't spin the wheel. I'm gonna be honest. With you. 
We 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 apologize. Yeah. The wheel was on us. I like this game. Um, and we like all of you. And with that, we will wrap up another episode. Uh, thank you all for joining us. I'm Legal Eighty Six, and I'm joined by Nerd Bomber and Tech Tech One saying good night. Have a good Au week.